1: It's now time for news headlines with Molly on a big party show.
0: Well, parents and students reminding people think twice before crossing the street. two young boys are in the hospital this morning after a car hit them. It happened yesterday afternoon around three twenty near one hundred and fifty sixth and Pepperwood. Investigators say that the thirteen and twelve year old were leaving school, heading home, crossing one hundred and fifty sixth street when a driver with a green light uh, was turning and hit the kids. Police say that the kids ran out into traffic today. They are in the hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. The incident is under investigation. And a woman is under arrest in connection with the death of a resident at a Fremont retirement community. The Dodge County Attorney's Office is saying that the 23-year-old woman was alone working the night shift at Edgewood Vista Memory Care back in February when an 82-year-old fell asleep too close to a gas fireplace. Oh, no. She this admitted is... to not checking on the the um, resident as he slept, and now she's facing felony charges. But, uh, yeah, this happened back in February. And Creighton, Nebraska game scheduled for Tuesday evening was rescheduled due to a threat of severe weather. The game was originally supposed to take place last night, 630, but instead it is going to be a doubleheader on Tuesday, May 17th, Uh, The teams are going to go head-to-head that day, first at 1230, and then the Huskers will take on the Blue Jays later that day uh, to make up for this uh, rained-out game. Tickets uh, for the May 26th game can be redeemed for admission for any remaining regular season. Yeah, I I
1: saw that on the schedule. I'm like, it was right when the spooky stuff was supposedly rolling in yesterday, and I thought, they're not playing the game, are they? Yeah, going to have another, uh, You remember the great TD America tragedy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Remember the College World Series game where no
2: one knew the where storms to run. are rolling
1: in and everyone's looking at their app like, there is a tornado nearby. Right. And they still kept playing ball and playing yeah. music and there were no sirens going off. And then the rain came. And people came. had to
2: run to the Quest Center. Run to the Quest and hide in there. Yeah, they need a plan. I'm, I'm sure they have a plan now, but yeah. Yeah,
0: the plan, just not to have the game. Uh, So tickets, the 26th, uh, can be redeemed other times. Now, Husker champions in volleyball are in D.C. today. Uh, The itinerary includes a tour of the White House, a meeting with Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who is said to be an avid Husker fan Mm -hmm. uh, or volleyball fan. But there's also the bowling team that's out there for their national championship as well. They're going to get a little tour of the White House today. Yesterday, they had a reception at the U.S. Capitol.
1: I I wonder how often the bowling team hears that at the front of them. And the bowling team. <laughs> and the bowling team is here. Yeah, have you guys ever just kind of watched
2: professional bowling now on television? It's on all the time lately. It, it is really, it turned into a quite the sport. It always was. Mean, was. It's that even was... more so now. It's
1: like their outfits and everything is so weird.
0: I saw Kingpin.
1: Well, the money <laughs> like. the problem is the money's out of it. The networks used to put a lot of money into it, and now that's the problem. Like when we grew up, bowling was on television on the regular, on like a major network. Now, and there was a lot of prize money. I I think it's harder to to make it. I mean, it's tough. You know, it's tough to get into golf. I think it's tough to to survive. To get into bowling as well. Um, Bowling. You know, our buddy Stephen Yaman, his grandpa was a famous bowler. (laughs) Really? (laughs) On the circuit from back in the day, like literally kingpin stuff. No that's way. Crazy. I wow. always, when I see it on TV, it seems like a scene out of, um, like Anchorman.
0: Yeah. Like nostalgia. <laughs> like yeah, you almost it's... feel like it's like a time capsule. You're like, is this one of those vintage shows? You're like, no, this is happening live right now in, in. Yeah, Cause the
1: guys are such characters, you know, and the, and the guys interviewing him and he knows a lot. And I, 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 the hair and everything. I pause yeah. for a moment. Like, that's funny. You guys are like caring about bowling. It's <laughs> so, so weird. Mean. Uh, then the <laughs> pants they wear.
0: Cause they have to be, they have to be able to move. Yeah, the, you know, it's like
2: their, the pants are more like, um, like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Pants. And their outfit, I mean, it's weird. They're so, that weird, anyway, like yeah.
0: nylon material. It yeah. stretches, it gives, it breathes, it moves. Cause you know, they do the bend and the twist, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, I imagine.
1: <laughs> you imagine?
0: <laughs> well, it's just, you can't just put on a pair of jeans and go, you know, be a professional bowler. Like, I think that there's probably like, move. an ensemble now, that now, you put I together.
1: suck at bowling. Me okay. too. Yeah. Oh, um, terrible. And and so to me, it seems incredibly hard, but to everybody else, it seems very, a lot easier than to me, Yeah, but I feel like the pressure should, isn't as much because it seems like everybody, when we play with our friends, guys just love to show off yes. <laughs> and show professional bowling. bowling just looks like guys showing off with that, an audience. It is. It is. I mean, like golf doesn't feel like that. Really? Professional golfers don't seem like they're showing off. No. Seems
0: like they're showing off. It, sure. seems, like it they, seems
1: like they're trying to stay focused. Yeah, they're just kind of doing their own thing. And you we're feel just like Boeing's more showboating? Like, yes, yes it it's totally It's all is. showboating and looking at my flamingo shirt. And they're like, congratulations, you won $400.
0: <laughs> That's right, you guys. Wings are on me. Well, at least the Ooh. first basket. After that, you're on your own. Because, I mean, mm. I'm not made of money, all right? Uh, so, Donald Trump celebrating a big win. The primaries in five states yesterday... Uh, at the same time, Hillary Clinton closed it in on the Democratic <clears throat> nomination after winning primaries in four of the five states. Her rival Bernie Sanders is projected winner of Rhode Island. But Republican presidential candidate Ted Cruz is insisting it's not over till it's over. Hold on, America. He's campaigning in Indiana and Cruz is dismissing media speculation that frontrunner Donald Trump is closing in on the GOP nomination. Uh, the presumptive nominee.
1: I mean, by the numbers, he is. He's got yeah. uh, almost a 1,000. Okay. It takes uh, 1, uh, 1,237 to win the nomination uh, automatically. Uh, Hillary's got 2,141, and she only needs 2,382. So obviously, it's Trump versus Hillary, but but with all this posturing and the endless um, campaigning, I love how then they break out the numbers. They're like, well, when, when you put up Trump versus Hillary, so he wins by a landslide. You're like, according to what? how do they have the metrics? It's like, then why did we all go vote? Like, why, right.
2: Why did we vote? I mean, they're making it seem very like it doesn't matter when yeah.
1: all these years were it doesn't matter. taught that you it don't matters. Counts.
0: Yeah. The nobody, people are,
1: nobody cares. Okay. Get over it. They you just did matter. a
0: Reuters poll. <laughs> Listen, Emma Stone. They just did a Reuters poll and they say over half of American voters that were polled believe that the system parties use to pick presidential candidates is rigged. They say uh, a new Reuters um, I poll shows that over two thirds of U.S. voters would like to see the process changed. Yes. Presidential candidates Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders have gotten voter support for their claims that the system is stacked against them and favors candidates with close party ties. You know, Trump has uh, he wrote an editorial for the uh, Wall Street Journal claiming the system's rigged. By party operatives well, with double a, agent dele- be, they delegates. They need to do a
2: talent show. I mean, they need to America's got talent. spike things in there. Like, at one debate, maybe it's a dance-off.
0: Wow. Nobody wants somebody who's the best dancer. A flamenco dancer in the White House. Leasing Russia. I would love to argue with yes. you, but I need to work on my glutes today. Yeah, no. Thank would, you. It be any, would
1: it be any less crazy? No, it wouldn't be. If, if it's just one headline, last night on Dances with the President. No. Hillary Bernie Sanders was eliminated by America because he couldn't do the tango.
2: Yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, drinking and flying among U.S. commercial pilots is more common than you think. A Fox News investigation says that while the vast majority of U.S. pilots are law-abiding and responsible, there are still too many who fly intoxicated or try to.
1: Like from the night before?
0: Yeah, FAA records show that over 50,000 alcohol screenings were done on pilots in 2015, with just under 1% of them found to be above the legal alcohol limit for
1: operating a plane. I bet you they really can't afford to lose pilots, right? More and more retiring don't you think you wonder if yes. there's industry pressure to be like, man, this is one of the good ones. you have yeah. the pilots like in Like we now. want to put them on timeout or whatever you can do without losing them. Yeah. Yes. So
0: the report points out that one, that that's one pilot a month trying to fly a passenger aircraft under the influence. That's how it breaks down. Oh, now, that's the, scary. I know. The report adds that since the alcohol test is not mandatory for all pilots on every flight, it's likely there are probably pilots who are intoxicated, just aren't getting caught. Like they're not getting screened. I just think it's so weird because you're at work. You know what I'm saying? Like I get, I mean, people make bad choices, drinking and driving, but it's on your time. Yeah, but you it, know what I'm saying? Like you're being right. social. You are. Who's out. drunk. At,
1: who's drunk at the office.
0: Right. Like, but who is drinking and then getting and driving a cab? Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you have to show uh, up for work and it requires you to be.
1: My probably point more than is, you think. And I, you know what I've been waiting for? When the headline will be, when is the uh, Uber? The, when's the first Uber driver? Oh, the drinking Uber That'll driver. Ooh, it just
0: is odd to me when operating a machine under the influence. But that's your job,
2: and you know. This is also. Uh, did you say it was also from the night before? No, I'm saying that there's a speed screen. They don't know what
1: it's. Some from. of them might be. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, pilots it is. are also all they do is they they they're, they're traveling when they're not flying. They're traveling to the next. Yeah, in flight. A hotel. It's not a glamorous job at all. Even though some of them get paid really good money, it's still like monotonous work like if you're flying out of LaGuardia I dated a girl whose dad was was one of the early pilots with (laughs) JetBlue he was a stud he was an ex-colonel in the Air Force uh, flew bombers and hearing him describe though his daily job still sounded like just a grind like these high-end pilots will share tiny like a tiny apartment um, near LaGuardia, where they might be able to like four of them in a room, like try to grab some shut eye. Yeah, a flop house. Yeah, where they maybe can lay down and get an hour and a half sleep, just to get up and go do it again. Get up again, do. So you got downtime. So maybe in their downtime, maybe they're drinking. I don't know.
0: I I, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of reasons that this could be, but it, it's just what the point is is that I mean, that's the pretty crazy. Would be
1: just test them. Yeah. Just you got to blow a breathalyzer before you fly an airplane.
0: Maybe we have to put one of those things like we talked about. And it talks, the, a, lot. The it talks a lot. It talks yeah.
1: a lot. Sorry, we cannot take off right now. And then mid flight, all of a sudden, <laughs> bing, bing, please blow.
0: You're like, really? Again?
1: And then the pilot gets on. He's like, we got to land the plane because I failed the breathalyzer. Like, I mean, because cars make you do it mid drive. Yes. And then it turns the engine off.
0: You're like, Captain Trevor. Uh, So so weather experts, they're retiring the names of three hurricanes that made destructive landfall in 2015. They do this occasionally where they're like, if one was like, if uh, a hurricane was so bad, they'll like retire the name. You'll never have a. Like
1: he gets his name in the rafters. Yeah. Like uh, he gets to live in infamy.
0: Erica, Joaquin and Patricia are the three names that will no longer be used by the World Meteorological yeah. Organization uh, to do like tropical storms or hurricanes or anything. So
1: is Katrina retired? Yes. Oh, they did retire. Yep. Hugo okay. was retired. Yep.
0: Uh, all the big ones, they, that's it. Because they say it causes a lot of confusion and also like it it upsets people. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it sounds you, scary
1: like it's back. It's
0: insensitive. Yeah, exactly. Like if like someone, like someone was
1: like Hurricane Katrina, we'd all be like, oh my God, it's back.
0: <laughs> right. So Elsa is going to replace the name Erica because that storm uh, last year was responsible for the deaths of 30 people on the island of Dominica.
1: Would you like to be a hurricane?
0: Yes. Julian is going to replace Joaquin because that was a category four hurricane that devastated parts of the Bahamas and claimed more than 30 lives on a cargo ship. And then in the Pacific... Pamela is going to take over for Patricia. Pamela. And that was like a record-breaking category 5 system hit Mexico last October. Remember we were talking about that? That crazy one that hit and everybody was like stranded and didn't know. So storm names rotate every 6 years, so this new list won't be used until 2021. But yeah, for the time being, Erica, Joaquin, and Patricia, you've served you've served your meteorological country well.
1: Now what was uh how about superstorm Superstorm Sandy?
0: Ooh. Yeah, they won't use Sandy again. Sandy. Sandy. It's so weird that they started naming super like
1: the they started storms. naming
0: like big storms, just yeah. all
2: of them. Makes sense. All of them mean. all of them get names now. Alright, pick your prize. Pick your prize. We gotta get you qualified here first. We'll find out who this is. Hello, who's this? Ursula. 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 That's love a, it. Love that name. Where's that come from? Um, I think it's German. Uh, they didn't name you Ursula. after Ursula Andrews? They did name me after Ursula Andrews. Yeah. Who's Ursula she Andrews? She's like a Bond girl. Yeah, she oh, was. Ho, ho, really? That's interesting. Yes. So your parents were big Bond people? My dad was. That's He's a like sweet She's
0: studying. Let's, let's name her Ursula. Your mom's Ursa, like, oh, I'm Ursula so tired. Andrews,
1: I believe, is the fan, um was the girl coming out of the water okay. with the knife belt. Yes. The iconic uh bikini where it's got the belt, you know, yeah. for a dive knife. It's just hot. I mean, now that's become fashion. Right. Thank you, Ursula. All right, well, you got a hundred bucks to spend on uh, your own bathing suit or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and you might need it because if we call, draw your name, everybody. You might... Would you? What would you? What would you pick?
0: <clears throat> I don't know. I have kids, and I don't think I could only
1: take two of them. So.
2: But you know what? There is a there is a time in life where you can make a decision like,
1: kids, you're staying home. Mama's yeah, going out to get. Might have to do that. Mama's getting served.
0: <laughs> no, not like that not like that. That's
1: what Kelly Rippa just did. They uh, left the kids at home and and her and uh, her her husband Mark Consuelos yeah. went down to Turks and Caicos. It's
0: an anniversary trip.
1: It's a nice trip. So, yeah. you
2: so would you do a trip or would you do cash? What would you do then? do um, you think? I'm not really sure.
1: Okay. How many how many kids you have? Five.
2: Five. Oh wow. wow. So
0: yeah, that that is Whoa. Sophie's choice as far as like picking two. You're like, <laughs> I mean, Sorry guys, it's like Hunger Games. You might You could work this to your advantage. You could get a lot of stuff done around the house if you really decided to amp it up. Be like, "Only two of you can go." My yeah. favorite two.
1: Cash might be the Five. route for you.
2: Yeah, yes, probably. And you can just pay for whatever trip you need to go to uh, pay for. It. So, wow. Well, yeah. All right, dear. Well, hey, congratulations. Thanks. It's very nice to meet you. nice to meet you. Okay, well, hold on the line, all right? Thanks. Okay, well, Ursula right. was sweet. Five. Sweet
1: listeners. Five of the little baby children. Remember the picture? So there's Ursula coming out of the sea with a conch shell in her hand. <laughs> well, kind of like the ones you guys took from Turks and Caicos.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Carolina environment. It's not legal. down there.
1: That's Where? what blew me away. When we were down at Turks and Cagos, you guys, everyone's handling the conch shells. I'm like, that's not cool. Why? They're they like, for
0: sale. Why would they? I mean, it's because legal. you're
1: monetizing them, plucking them out of the sea, man, and killing them. It's like you can't. I don't don't, don't touch not, anything. Don't take anything with you. I don't think that those are probably from there.
0: I think that They're like sold no, they like little stands and stuff.
2: And no, those are real because, like in the Bahamas, for example, it's a delicacy. That's what they eat. The locals eat. Yeah, coms. the meat. Yeah, I've done yeah. it,
1: and you're not supposed to. And have it you is eaten yummy. it?
2: Is it good? Oh.
1: Is it really makes a fresh ceviche? Ooh. Yeah, and it's With lime juice incredible. and all sorts. They cook papaya. it in the sun. Okay, Put a little lime juice in it. The acid. Cooks it, up. Face, uh-huh. uh, cooks it up and it's delicious. One of the coolest things we were just on a Turks and Caicos one year ago today, we were down there. Uh, and you guys remember the one armed, one legged man yeah, that was hanging I'm, around the dock collecting the conch shells? That's who I bought a conch shell from. What an image. A guy with one arm and one leg. And I'm like, is that a shark attack? Like, <laughs> tell me that that was a shark attack. That'd be a great story. Yes.
2: Yeah, and he was just standing on the beach selling them. Um, so, anyway
1: conch shells delicious. Uh, illegal. <laughs> delicious get yourself get yourself qualified for pick a prize um, yes. so you can go to uh to Maui yes sir
2: all right 4029389400 that's uh into the show
0: the big Party show
2: there you go Loving news money
0: so with the loss of prince You know, now there is his vast estate to deal with. And uh, the word is, according to his sister, Taika, there is no will. So she is asking for the uh, trust to be turned over to like this corporate trust deal to manage it. Um, But there's talk that there are like thousands and thousands of songs in that vault that he recorded like two songs a day. Yeah, and you know, I mean, enough for God, hundred albums or something like that.
2: Just I mean, stockpile. what do you deal with all that? I mean, yeah, you're not going to say it's all good.
0: No, but you know, there there is something to be said. Did he have plans for that? Was that meant to be like, hey, release these after I'm gone? So people I bet can you still th- have music. Th-
1: there's more meat on that bone than Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yes. had on his. Yeah, um, I think because there's stories that he put everything in the vault. Yeah like all kinds of music videos. He produced music videos for most of his songs and they went right in the vault. Kevin Smith tells the story. You got to watch that clip. But there's an old um, talk that Kevin Smith, the director of um, uh, Clerks, Uh gave. And it's like like a 25-minute story. But it goes back to the early 2000s when Prince asked him to come shoot a documentary for him. And it, it gives you a little bit of insight of what it was like for Prince. But basically, one of Prince's people told Kevin Smith, because he was like, what's going to happen with this movie? Like, nothing. And the producer, like, with nobody around or not Prince around, said, probably nothing. Like, she said, I produced, like, 12 music videos. No one's ever seen them. They all go in the vault. Everything goes in the vault.
2: Yeah. I wonder why.
1: Just Prince was that much of a perfectionist. Okay. If it's not perfect... He doesn't want to throw it out there. No. Wow.
0: So, I mean, keep in mind that there are fully produced songs, fully produced then music videos that would accompany those songs. So, I mean, whoever gets, you know, ownership or, or takes control of the estate would have years and years of still new music with accompanying, you know, visuals to go with it.
1: But listen, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Think of this. This is why Prince was Prince. He, he was a prolific producer but he was way more artist than trying to sell you something. Yeah. The guy constantly produced. Like, let's make art, let's make art at every turn. And then if it didn't turn out to be something that he wanted, whatever standard, that's okay that he put it in the vault. Like yeah. He's an a he's true not, artist. He's not just trying to sell stuff. Yeah. He's just out there making things. Which yeah. I think you got, that's pretty commendable.
0: Yeah. I mean it's really it's beautiful all the stories that are coming out about him now um, about all like the good works he did about, you know, what a, uh, what a community, I mean, the kind of community, you know, he was a Jehovah Jehovah's witness Yeah, and, uh, you know, his church talks about, we just knew him as brother Nelson. I mean, and how, uh, how much, and part of the the Jehovah witness faith is faith is that you don't get credit. Like you don't basically blast, put your, you know, your good deeds on blast. And so now you're hearing all these stories. People are like, now that he's gone and I don't have to worry about the wrath of you know Prince being like that's it I'm not talking to you you know they're sharing all these good deeds that he did in the community nation worldwide nationwide that's great yeah so his estate that paisley park it's said to be going to be turned into a museum
2: well the photos I've seen a couple of photos I don't know if it's uh, actual true photos or you know just you know pictures that they, someone drew but the inside looks insane oh it's a complex it's like yeah,
1: it's And it's people crazy. have been inside before. Yeah. I don't think he yeah, was- Yeah, he had
0: this, parties and stuff. It he looks, was he, cool. he
1: often did um, listener parties. When yeah. a new album would come out, Yeah, listeners would come in and he would do these deals. That was the Kevin Smith thing. He wanted to get footage. Yeah. And this was like a week-long process of where people are listening to the music wow. um, together in group sessions and then- Prince would materialize and like sit down and be like, well, tell me what you think about the music. And a lot of it was around this religious album that he put out in the early two thousands, which was basically all about faith Mm -hmm. and really heavy stuff like biblical references. And Kevin Smith's like, everyone's sitting around talking about Jesus and the Bible. And he was very devout. Yep.
0: I mean, I think people thought, Oh, what? You know, I mean, I think, but, uh, from words from like friends and close, you know, close associates. No, he, took It seriously, he lived the word. I mean, he really did. Uh, so the new movie, so the great show from the UK, absolutely fabulous, Ab Fab. It was on in like the late 90s, early 2000s. It's these two lady friends, and they're like drunks and they're just fabulous. Um, basically,
1: I- it was like uh, uh, Coda and Kathy Lee, <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I loved these ladies. They were so fun. I would watch these shows and just laugh myself silly. I mean, it was just, it was, they're they're still, they're they so funny. Well, they're making it a full length movie and uh, it's going to be premiering this summer, but now comes word that there's like John Hamm is going to be in it.
1: The two original gals though?
0: Yeah. They're really? going to be there. Yep. Patsy and Eddie trying to, uh, uh, I guess, woo Kate Moss as their new PR client. That's the whole thing. They're playing them, you know, so a bunch of people play themselves like they're going into like a PR firm. Uh, So I guess it hints that John Hamm once slept with Patsy, but when he sees her again, he admits that he can't believe she's still alive.
1: There was um, Ab (laughs) Fab and then you remember there was French and Saunders. Remember French and Saunders?
0: And those are the two ladies that played Ab Fab. Their last names are French and Saunders. They're really funny ladies, man. Uh, so the, the, the movies coming out this summer. Um, I, I can't wait. I, I mean, it's been a while since that we've heard from these two, but it's I guess it's gonna be good stuff. And Kelly Ripa returned to live with Kelly and Michael yesterday alongside co-host Michael Strahan. And now comes news that Michael Strahan is leaving the show earlier than expected. It Ooh. was first reported that he was gonna spend the summer wrapping things up to move before he moves on to Good Morning America full time. And now Staffers received a memo that his last day on live with Kelly and Michael is gonna be Friday, May 13th. So I guess he's not staying for the summer. Dad's moving out early. Hot sauce! <laughs> Hot sauce! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Uh, the memo reportedly states that the new plan has the best advantages for the future of both shows. So I think maybe, who knows? Maybe it's because they already have a new it. co-host lined up and Good. they want it, you know, to just hit the ground running. Just or get it going. Yeah,
2: just you know. don't
0: want to miss out. Don't want to miss out on anything. And last night on The Voice, it was announced that our very own Hannah has moved on to, uh, made the top 10 and moved on to the next round. So, good news for uh, Nebraska. She's so sweet. She's a, little, a preschool teacher. Uh, Is handi- really
1: anyone handicapped Because I don't really... How far we think she's going to go. Is I don't gonna know. When someone it? has an idea,
2: give us a call. I don't I don't. I don't know all the contestants. Um, I try to sit through it, but it's a little hard.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. with 10, it's still... Like, that's a lot of people I don't care about. Like, that I have to watch. You know what I mean? Like, to just yeah. jump in. She. I've caught her a couple times. She's people got a beautiful voice. Yeah. yeah. People are really excited, so... Vote for Hammer. She's got a
1: great story, a good look, and a sound. doesn't yeah. seem like there's really... It's just Is there's someone more talented.
2: Yes. That's top ten now, right? Yes,
1: top ten. Okay. This is a big party show. On Omaha's
0: number one hit music station.
2: One. you guys beat as children? As disciplined? Beat? Like spanked and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Corporal Punishment. I would never see beat. No. The beat sounds, uh-uh. yeah, oh, beat sounds. Okay. sounds over the top. Yeah. Spanked um they they just came out with this study, and this is a huge one. It's a fifty year study on disciplining children. And they're saying that, in fact, um spanking kids is bad mm-hmm. for you because they're learning that kids, I don't know how they get this stuff will grow up to defy their parents. I don't know if it's a resentment thing
0: well, the the if idea them, is is yeah. that, like they're learning. Um, it's like learned behavior. I mean, I, I was reading a little something about it and I mean, there's always like this pushback on spanking, yeah, where it's sort of like, Well, what are you teaching? Like, how is that is that how we resolve a problem? And a lot of parents are like, No, but sometimes, you know, taking a kid and whooping them across the bottom. Is you know speaking to them in a language that they can understand cuts you know, right through. Like right, exactly. Like sometimes when a kid is all in a lather, and they're not listening to words. Yeah, I'm going to, go, to-
1: I'm gonna whack you because I need control. But the, but what it turns out is corporal punishment. It's hard to have any consistency because you have a temper. People hit in anger. Yeah, and instead of reinforcing control, it reinforces chaos. Okay, the kids that are like, whoa, whoa, he that lost crazy, it. Right. whacked me. You know, you can get kind of traumatized by it. Well, they're saying also, I mean, this is a big study. They uh, they
2: followed a, like 150,000 people. Right. Um, and they said that uh, kids will become, they found children who are spanked to more likely to become uh, more aggressive and anti, anti-social. Yeah. I'm like, really? Anti-social? I think it depends on a lot of things. I was spanked things. all the time. Right. Um. You know, I don't think I'm antisocial or aggressive or anything like that. I mean, I don't know. Um, but my parents never spanked me out of anger.
1: Uh, they do the organized, right? Like, yeah. Like, you knew what you did. Yes. Like, you remember the belt over the lap? Oh, yeah. That seemed relatively organized. It was like my mom had to be like, yeah. told, made my dad the executioner. Like, he did it. He mm-hmm. knows what he did. I warned him, and he crossed the line. And so my dad would have to get the belt. Oh, and God. they were trying to be pretty organized. I mean, yeah. You'd be like a whack. Yeah, whack. And then you'd cry. I'd cry and be all dramatic and run in my bedroom.
2: <laughs> <coughs> my butt hurts. Yeah, I wouldn't be like ah, just beating the hell but they'd out of me. Come check on
1: me, and I'd be playing with my toys happily. No, I like, yeah, You're fine. But and you I'd learn. Like I'm mad at them.
0: But I think that I think you raised the the good point of this party is that I think it depends on a lot of things. Are you doing it out of anger? Like, is it is it a rash in the moment kind of thing you've lost control and you're hitting? Yeah, Is it also the personality of the child? I mean, there are some people where you just know like you just don't hit that kid. You know what I'm saying? Like they're there, I mean, we grew up. We saw kids like that where they were I, I mean, i I feel like as a parent, there's a lot of different ways to discipline your kid. And I am not opposed to people who spank their children. I yeah. don't come out. I don't spank my children, but I didn't come from a household where we were spanked. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have boys. It was just my sister and I.
2: You haven't you haven't spanked them uh, or swatted them on a the butt or anything like that yet.
0: No, I mean I've I've given them a little like swat on the butt, like hey, get moving, oh, like not, that kind of thing. You're but, talking but never
2: paddle, not paddle.
0: Right? No, I'm not talking like get over here, bend over. You know? I mean, I, I, we haven't had any of that. I mean, I I am. A warrior of words yeah you know like i feel like if of anything i have to be careful with my vocabulary because i you know i have a son and a daughter that are are highly attuned to the words i choose to use you know and i'm not saying i'm cursing i'm very careful about you know keeping it but i'm just saying words hurt as much as spanking a kid and i think that people focus on that Yeah, And it's like, if you say mean things to your kids, it gets in their little noggin. It burrows in there and it stays with them for a long, 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 long time. Spanking's like, okay, ouch, and I'm done. But I just feel like, you know, parents need to be highly attuned to what they're saying to their kids in the heat of the moment.
2: Yeah, just a different generation. I mean, I I lived in Florida where they, and in Omaha, they did it. Um, I never got spanked in school, but I got disciplined with a paddle in school in in Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. Here, I was just threatened with it. God, was I a bad kid?
0: I imagine that you probably (laughs) Probably. had a lot of energy. (laughs) I don't think that you were probably bad. I think that you probably had a lot of energy, and you probably had... You were probably coming at a time where the way they handled handled focus issues was through corporal punishment.
1: Yeah, they didn't whack. take
0: the time to like say like, "Hey, this is a guy who's got a lot of energy and might need other outlets." Or they or didn't,
1: like we didn't get drugged yet. They didn't give yeah. everybody. No. they didn't diagnose ADHD and they didn't give you drugs, which they do to kids now. They medicate right. you. Yeah.
0: So you probably yeah. needed. You probably just needed a little extra no like extra stimulation like this is a kid that needs to run at recess this is a kid that you know loses focus easily in the classroom and we need to find ways in which to talk to speak to him in a way that keeps his attention that kind of thing the paddle was it exactly back then it was like oh he's just goofing around whack you know (laughs) bend over comes the coach oh gosh i don't i think the hardest thing would have to be that choice of like medicating your child like going and exhausting every avenue whether it's talk therapy or you know corporal punishment or timeouts or what have you and finally just getting to the point where you are at the doctor's office and they're like we just need
2: to medicate that's the only solution we have
0: like that you've tried everything and now there's this this, this is it you know um, yeah. That can't be an easy choice. I mean, as a parent, I haven't had to face that. I mean, my kids—they're goofy, but they're like goofy, like how a five and a four-year-old are supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like they're just like da 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 da, da. Yeah. Um, but you know, we haven't had any big discipline issues where I've had to had to you know spank or do anything yeah. like that.
1: Or not, but I think not it's not different yet, for boys yeah. than
0: girls. Like I can't even imagine spanking my daughter. Like, Get over here. I'm gonna. No, well, no. how do you
1: get respect you, you need kids to respect elders so whatever the the sweet spot is we, we always thought that corporal punishment is sort of like the gold standard behind the money if you do it right you only have to do it once or twice mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you beat him up right <laughs> it's just you only have to if you're doing it right you're managing it it's like there's some real wallop behind these words yes. yes and every once in a while you got to keep it honest so i think that's what we were because my mother uh, one time said... It's corporal punishment with a small C. Very
2: small, yeah. infrequent C. Yeah, because, I mean, it would be wax, but I just remember um, having my mother... I remember my mother saying once, this hurts me more than it yep. hurts you, and
1: she would cry. I think some of that stuff me. makes it's sense. True. I thought the same thing. And then follow-up. You have to do follow-up after. Then there has to be time-out, because you're both yes. angry. Yeah. Time-out, separation. Yeah. And then going back and saying, Ugh. Now I'm sorry that I had to do that.
2: Yeah, identify but it. You yeah. know
1: that we both are, you know, Whack. look don't put me in a position of having to do that. And I remember my dad oh. usually always did a good job of showing like empathy. Yeah. Like I completely now remember I still to this day have sympathy for my poor dad at coming home from work and him excited to see me. Mm-hmm. Like hey, and my mom being walking back out and being like Nope. Nope. You know what he did earlier? Oh, you got it. Because I was a little brat, and like, and then you know, my dad having to be like, "Man, all right," and having to spank me, and then now I'm running to mom. Yeah, like, no, he made him the bad. I'm now close with her, and he's a bad guy, and I don't want to warm up to him for a while. And I'm sure that must have sucked. Oh God, yes. Could you imagine? that? We try to keep it
0: equal. Like I try not to use. You know, the big thing is, is it's really funny. They both have said, you know, don't tell mom or don't tell dad. And it's not in a way of like, they don't want to get in trouble. It's like in a weird, like, I don't want them to be disappointed. Like if we can just keep this between us and not spread the dire disappointment, to the other parent, that would be great. And, I mean, Peter and I both just sort of have this, like, no, I mean, we're a team. It's like, you know, there's not mom or dad. It's mom and dad. Mom yeah, and dad. You know? I mean, any, you,
1: any daylight between you. Right.
0: I mean, because the minute they see that they can work the angles, kids are smart and savvy. And we all know. We grew up. I mean, you knew the parent that was, like, going to be okay. Like, you knew the parent to have signed stuff, and the parent, you were like, we're not going to tell you the other person about this bad test score, right? We're just going to go ahead and get the signature and be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but for me, I think the big thing is, is just having like, like Jeff said, you have to have follow through. can't just be a bunch of words, man. And it sucks. Like our big thing is the takeaway method. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, all right, dude, no media. Sorry. No TV, no iPad, which doesn't sound like much, but when you're holding out for that one half hour show, you get to watch after dinner before bed.
2: And you don't get to watch it. And you don't get it. Yeah.
0: You're like, dude, she meant it. Like, It was straight to bed. Like, no story, no nothing.
1: Win $100 and get registered to choose one of four great prizes valued at $5,000. Pick your prize. Only on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. We'll put a a clip on Facebook right now of that um, really cool uh, Saturday Night Live last Saturday aired a bunch of classic um, performances, and they have uh, Prince... Performing at the after show for the 40th anniversary is pretty good. It's him doing "Let's Go Crazy" with all the mm. um, yeah. all the stars up on stage dancing with him. It's that pretty party good live, was insane. Live show. What's that? Mother. I said
0: that party was insane. Like there were so many. I mean, it's funny that they got Prince up on stage. I mean, because the 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 amount of people, everybody was saying that even though you know it's a room full of celebrities. Like the minute Prince gets on stage, everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's Prince!" Even though it's like you're like Beyonce or you're you know Jim Carrey or wherever everybody else is in the audience.
2: And Prince
1: was just on a different level, wouldn't he? I think I think in a world of overexposure where it's impossible. Not to be overexposed Mm -hmm. via Facebook, and like we have to, we reveal everything. Uh This guy was a guy that got it that there's the mystique. Less is more. Yes, less is more. Keep it mysterious. That's why probably on purpose he held back. He didn't want you seeing him eating a a bag of uh, munchos, right? Yeah, in an elevator someplace, looking human. It's amazing that he was able to keep that off the radar like that. All those years.
2: And yeah, you know what people were telling it. it was really sad when they said that he was slowly trying to get out of that recluse life a little bit and get out a little bit more, and then just to find out that you know how he went that just sucks, you know, just a bummer. But um, yeah, well, it's so
0: hard. Well, yeah. part of it was I somebody was saying that he had um, like uh, he was shy a lot of those people a lot of a lot of people you know they think oh they're so outgoing and it's like no that's i mean they're outgoing they're because they're channeling on, right? yeah they're channeling something they're they're musicians they're artists but the minute the music stops or the show ends, they, I mean, he would rush off stage. Like it was not like sticking around, <laughs> I'm basking it. Like he was like, okay. It was like the lights came on. And, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: get out. That drug dealer, this Dr. D, whether he's legit or not, was the one that came forward right after it saying he was his drug dealer from Purple Rain on, said that Prince suffered from debilitating stage fright, that the guy could not get on stage without getting completely whacked out well, of his mind. Go. Which is a lot of people. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of stand-up comics and stuff that eventually uh, you realize you got to get off the drugs to give a good performance. But early on, they had to get drunk or a little bit. To yeah, a little tipsy. The, um, you remember the beginning of Purple Rain is him sitting in the dressing room getting ready. That's not him altered or on drugs, but of how how, how ready he had to get. Yeah, to kind of go out there. Get on All right, a so we'll put on a big party show Facebook page right now. This SNL after show, and I'll put a link. You guys got to watch this Kevin Smith thing. It's really interesting of giving kind of a window of what
2: what, what it sort of was a like Prince
1: was like when Kevin's Prince asked Kevin Smith to shoot a documentary for him.
0: The only thing you can really enjoy on your ride to work.
1: The big party show.
0: It gets me going. Start the music on, on Omaha's number one, one hit music, music station.
1: Channel, Channel Oh, 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 Podcast. Get them now on your iPhone, Android, Blackberry, iPad, computer, or tablet. From Omaha's number one hit music station, channel 94-1.
2: Channel